Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Hello, everybody. We'd like to give a quick shout out to Ravina, New York. Ravina. Ravina. Yes. Is that in northern New York? Uh, it's in Albany County, okay. New York, wherever that is. Albany's but- the capital. Yeah. Okay. Well, they are new listeners and we are very, very thankful to have them listening. Please make sure to share and uh, tell all your friends about us. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. Text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. All right. Go for your jokes. All right. How can you tell when a comic passes gas? How can you tell when a comic, a comic, comic, passes? I don't know. Something smells funny. Uh-huh. Okay. I got another one. That's awful. What kind of bug can tell time? What kind of bug can tell time? I'm not sure. A clockroach. Okay. These are getting worse. <laughs> I got one more. Since oh, please. Oh, so let's not. Oh, no. Okay. What? What do you call a can opener that doesn't work? I don't know. A can't opener. <laughs> oh! All right, your turn. Go ahead. Okay, then. All right. Well, I did, one of my dear friends did text me the other day and told me that she had heard your jokes and not to give up your day job. So, well, that was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, your, your jokes are pretty bad. All right. Well, anyway, I have a couple of interesting facts. Number one, have you ever heard the term saved by the bell? Yeah, it was a show. Saved it was a bell. show. Yeah. Yes. And it's also a saying. Some people think it's a saying that came from making sure that people wouldn't be buried alive because they would attach bells to the coffins back in the day. So people were only, but so people think that if somebody was not really dead, they would, would ring the bell, but that's not true. That's not where that came from, even though that really did happen. Say by the bell actually comes from boxing. That makes perfect that does sense. Make sense. Yes, yeah. yes. All rocky and da da da. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, George Washington, we often hear that he had wooden teeth because uh, having teeth back then was probably a luxury. Let me tell you. So he didn't. <laughs> well, no. He had luxury dentures and they were made of gold, lead, and ivory. And I think you've told this part before a mixture of animal and human teeth. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's quite nasty. Yeah. All right. So what is our topic today? We're going to talk about uh, the angel of light. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, probably every single cult and false religion. Yes. Has had either founded or has dealt with or seen a messenger, an angel of light. That is true. You hear a lot of the cults and everything. Oh, an angel did this, an angel did that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, you hear that thrown around a lot. Yes. And as we're in the end times, you know, there's people that say they've seen angels. Mm -hmm. And there's people, matter of fact, this is nothing new. It goes back in Galatians. Yes. Uh, in the time of Paul, mm-hmm. 
where he specifically tells people, uh, you can go ahead and read that if you would, Galatians 1.8. All right, Galatians 1.8. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. Yeah, and Paul is saying that if anyone comes saying they're an angel, right, and they're from God and they teach you something else about the gospel that isn't mm-hmm. what we preach, right? then let them be accursed. Let them be anathema. Right. Let them be sent ultimately to hell. Yes. Uh, he even included himself in here. He did. He did. Even if we. Right. That's how serious this is. Absolutely. Go ahead and read 2 Corinthians 11.3. Okay. But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. And no, mar- Mine says no marvel. Okay. And so Paul is not playing around. No, he's not. Um, we often picture Satan. Well, how do we usually picture Satan from our culture? From our culture, um, you know, a red man with pitchfork and horns. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, you, you saw that all over the place, especially in the 70s and 80s. I don't think we see it as much nowadays. And we saw a lot of shows and cartoons with like the devil on one, one shoulder, the pitchfork, and then the angel on the other shoulder. So, yeah. yeah. And you, you know, even now they have a show called Lucifer. They have. Oh my uh, goodness. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, no remember yeah. there, we were looking something on Facebook the other day and it's a show on Amazon prime. It's a cartoon for kids, yeah. for kids that, oh my goodness. Y'all they will make have to say yes. good. Lucifer's good. Yeah. And, and God, Jesus is bad. And he marries Eve. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You and I were just like flabbergasted by that. Y'all check it out. I can't remember the name of it, and I really don't want to give it any glory. But, yeah, it was awful. So Satan doesn't usually come as some ugly, scary beast. He does not. You're right. When the Bible calls him a beast or whatever, it's talking about his character. Yes. He is actually was the most beautiful angel in heaven. Yes. The most powerful angel. Absolutely. And uh, before he fell. Mm-hmm. And so most of the time, probably 90% of the time, he comes as a, a nice little old man. Right. Or a little innocent woman who likes to knock on your door mm-hmm. and try to get you to uh, read the Jehovah or come to the Jehovah's Witness. Uh, right. Uh, 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 Jehovah's Witness Hall that they worship in. Definitely not ugly or scary or anything like that. Like society wants us to believe he comes as a nice person. And so basically there was a heresy in Galatia that when you read the first scripture, Galatians one eight, mm-hmm. that uh, they were trying to mix works with grace and faith. You're right. And so Satan's biggest thing, and then in Corinth, as the one you just read, mm-hmm. is talking about uh, the the be, you know, beguiling, yes, the subtleties of the temptations and lies mm-hmm. of Satan. Right. So how do we know? Because people, you know, there are angels that visited people in the Bible. Not right. all angels. Matter of fact, 
there's just as many elect angels that yeah. follow God. Right. How can we discern what is a true angel and what is it? That that is a very good point. A very good point. Because, you know, like you said, there were angels that angel came to Mary, um, angel came to Joseph, came to, you know, the the wise men. We see this happening in the Bible. So how do we tell? Well, I think first of all, how do we know an angel is not a fallen angel? Because the fallen angel will appear to desire self-glory. Yes. Yeah, because the angels that we read about did not glorify themselves. And the messages that the false angel or the fallen angel Mm -hmm. will give will contradict the word of God. Very true. Very true. Six books. Yes. The word of God. Yeah. If you want to know, you want to. You want to know what God wants you to do, you read the Bible. Right. If you want to hear him, you read it out loud. Absolutely. Or you have it read to you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, the fallen angel will give glory to the one they that is being spoken to. Ah. Or spoken about. Right. So they will give glory. A fallen angel will give one, glory to himself or her, yeah. himself. Because mm-hmm. right. they're him. Right. Yeah. They will give self-glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the the fallen angel will have a false gospel. Yes, they will mix it with works. They will right. twist the deity of Christ. Correct. They will say he was just a man, or that he was, you know, um, that he didn't die on a cross, that he wasn't God. Right. They will say, yeah, you're saved by grace, but you also have to do something. Yeah. And it's always subtle, don't you? Don't you feel that it's mm-hmm. like the subtleties, like in the Garden of Eden? When he says, oh, you can't touch the fruit. Yeah. And I, I think the serpent was very beautiful. Yes. I think he was smooth. And I yes. think he was, um, it was very, it would have been very, very cunning. attractive. Very attractive, you. very cunning, easy to look yeah. at, easy to listen to, I'm sure. And I think that's probably why we're so frightened of snakes today. Oh, yeah, it's I'm terrified. because they're ugly themselves. It's no. because of what happens subconsciously yeah. 6,000 years ago. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, the first, you know, the Jehovah's Witnesses, we, we kind of talked about that. Um, uh, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses believe Michael the Archangel is Jesus. Yes. Um, and so, you know, once again, they're twisting that. Yes. Even though Hebrews, it says that the Son, talking about Jesus, is higher than all angels. That, mm-hmm. uh, that what angel has God said, today I've begotten you? Mm-hmm. And so, and we also know in Jude that Michael rebukes Satan. Right. Uh, in the Lord rebuke you. Right. Michael, the archangel, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's acknowledging that, you know, Jesus and him are not the same person. But Correct. the Jehovah's Witnesses believe that. Hmm. Uh, the Mormons, the Latter day Saints, had a visit prior to, uh, from the angel Moroni. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the angel Moroni in 1823, September 21st, 1823, Joseph Smith was visited on numerous occasions by an angel, right. the angel Moroni. Yes. And uh, he was the guardian of golden plates, mm. which the Latter-day Saints believe were a source of material for the Book of Mormon buried huh. in a hill near Smith's home, Western New York. Interesting. And we know <clears throat> that Moroni, a lot of people say Moron, because it goes back to that angel of Moron. light. Moron, okay, yeah. It goes back to angel of light. Right. 
one of the key lies that is written in there from the revelation of is that to the Latter-day Saints specifically mm-hmm. is that you become gods. Wow. Which if you take it back to Genesis chapter three, the first temptation to Eve was you mm-hmm. become a God. Yeah. You'd be like God. In that the parallels. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and they deny, well, they say Jesus is a God, but they're including him. Mm-hmm as another God, because there's millions of God. Right. Latter-day Saints are really not monotheist. No. They are po- po- uh, polytheist. Right. They believe in millions of gods. Correct. Because we all become one according to them. Yeah, so. right. The Christian science movement. Mm. It was initiated by Eddie Baker Smith. Right. Or uh, Eddie Baker. Yeah. And um, Mary Eddie Baker. Mary Eddie Baker. <laughs> Yeah. Did, did you like that? Mary Eddie Baker Smith. It's like, okay, he's going to get it right in a minute. Yeah, talk about a bloop. You're a fine. I was, just, I was just waiting. Mary Eddie Baker. Yes. And she was visited by angels on several counts. Right. Similarly to Joseph Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on becoming a god. Right. Um, Buddhist. Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Quan uh, Yin wrote in the uh, in there in there. This is what he says: There were stars all around me. Hmm. I felt a profound si- sense of peace. Then a goddess appeared before me. She was sitting on a lotus in her right hand, with her open palm facing me. It was glowing with bright white light. Hmm. Her facial features were so gentle, so compassionate and loving. I knew her to be Quan Yin. Wow. And I spent some time connecting with her and letting her nurturing energy fill me up. She gave me several messages. The most memorable would be take care of myself. Oh, my. And, and within Buddhism is written, many supernatural creatures populate Buddhist literature, but among these is Mara. Mara is, a uni- is unique. He is one of the earliest non-human beings to appear in the Buddhist scriptures. He is a demon, sometimes called the Lord of Death, who plays mm. the role in many stories of the Buddha and his monks. Wow. He's best known for his part in historical Buddha's enlightenment. And this story came to mythologize. Mythologize. (laughs) Mythologize. (laughs) uh, As a great battle with Mara, whose name means destruction, Hmm. who represents the passions that snare and delude us. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, we mentioned the Jehovah's Witnesses. Also, we realized Islam. Yes. Islam was established by the supposedly Muhammad mm-hmm. uh, had a message from the angel Gabriel mm. near Mecca. According to Islam, Muhammad's first revelation was the event in which Muhammad was visited to the archangel Gabriel who revealed him a verse from the Quran, and the event took place in a cave called Hira, located in a mountain called Jabal Anur, near Mecca. Hmm. According to the biographies of Muhammad, while on retreat in a mountain cave near Mecca, the cave of Hira, Gabriel appeared to him on many occasions and, and gave him commands to recite the first lines of chapter 96 of the Quran. Uh, so the, basically the initial, basically these revelations to writing the Quran and Islam itself came from an angel that appeared to Muhammad in a cave. Interesting. Um, mm. here, here's some more about that. 
It says, it was reported Muhammad left the cave of Hira after being surprised by the revelation, but later on returned to the cave and continued his solitude, though subsequently he returned to Mecca and wrote, Muhammad told them that I, he was midway on the mountain. I heard a voice from heaven saying, oh, Muhammad, you are the apostle of Allah and I am Gabriel. Oh. And I raised my hand towards the heaven to see who was speaking and Gabriel in the form of a man with feet astride the horizon saying, oh, Muhammad, you're an apostle of Allah and I am Gabriel. And I stood gazing at him, move, moving neither forward nor backward. Then I began to turn my face away from him, but towards whatever region of the sky I looked, I saw him as before. Wow. All these that we've talked about so far, and there's many. Yeah. I'm oh, giving, there's lots. Yeah. Uh, are pointing to self-glory. Yes. Are pointing, contradicting the Bible. Definitely. And uh, really are, are just obviously uh, fallen angels, demons. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and they come in a beautiful, beautiful way. And yeah. Mm. Um, the Gitas of the Hinduism okay. has some. Hinduism does not, does include a myriad of spiritual beings who act in angelical ways. Hinduism, such as angelic beings, include major gods like Lord Krishna, uh, minor gods called divas or, uh, or male deities, uh, divis, uh, and human gurus, spiritual teachers hmm. as well. They, 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 they can talk with them, the mm -hmm. people that passed away. Right. Divine beings can either help or harm the spiritual journeys, according to Hindus. Many of the angelic beings, such as divas and divas, uh, are benevolent spirits who positively influence people and work to protect them. But angelic beings called asuras are evil spirits and exert negative influence over people who can harm them. You know, I did not realize that I, I knew that some of the different cults and religions, which really aren't religions, but anyway, had these angelic beings. And but I didn't know there were this many. Wow. Almost all of them. Yeah. Uh, probably all of them. I just said almost because that's what. Well, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. Because and, and it's it's appears beautiful, mm -hmm. just like Satan wants us to realize beauty and we're focusing on things and people instead of the one true holy god and it's interesting with hinduism you have the yin yang right yes uh, you know the swastika Hitler right. got a lot of his ideas from hinduism did he really a matter of fact the swastika if you go to india uh -huh. you will see swastikas on the back of trucks or really or, or yeah because it's it's basically the yin yang and you, you saw that when you were over yeah. there, didn't you? Interesting. Yeah. And it's a mixture. It's, it's saying that the white, the white part of the yin-yang and mm -hmm. the black basically are the same thing. Yeah. And, and so Satan is deceiving millions through angels of light and evil spirits right. to deceive, lie, kill, and destroy. And well, steal souls. Yeah. And the yin-yang is white and black, like you said, and they're connected together. Mm -hmm. saying that light and darkness are, are coming together and meeting and being good and evil. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people will say, oh, Hindus. I mean, there are some great people that are Hindus. Oh, absolutely there them. are. Yes. But Hinduism is such a peaceful religion. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, you need to go back. What do you think of Hitler? Right. They'll say he was evil, but he yeah. got most of his ideas from Hinduism. Hindu. Yeah. The occult. Yeah. Well, look at this. Now, Roman Catholicism. I don't consider Roman Catholicism mm -hmm. Christian. Right. Okay. But 1.3 billion Catholics in the world. 
Wow. Surely Satan wouldn't deceive them. <laughs> oh, yes, he would. Well, I was one. Right. One you were. I got you saved were. up when I was 25. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Uh, but that is, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, skip them. No. Roman Catholic, there's several interesting appearances of an angel of light or that Mary. Right. Um, one is, uh, the first one was in um, Guadalupe. Okay. Uh, there was one in Paris, Fatima. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fatima. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's been, been several appearances of the Virgin Mary. Hmm. So the Lady of Guadalupe is the patron saint of Mexico, okay. pictured as a woman in a blue mantle. Her hands are folded. Her eyes are cast downward. She's surrounded by a radiant glow. She is, this, is, this is what happened in, um, in the 1500s. Mm. Okay? She's standing on a crescent moon supporting by an angel underneath. The image is based on a series of five supposed appearances of the Virgin Mary in Mexico in the 16th century. So, so, so there are many accounts of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, specifically... On December 9th, 1531, a man named Juan Diego, an Aztec co- uh, convert to Catholicism, mm-hmm. was walking near Mexico City when he saw an apparition. Hmm. Before him was a young Aztec girl. In, in, in her native language, the girl requested that a church be built on her behalf in her honor. Hmm. According to Diego, the girl was the Virgin Mary. When Diego told his story to the Archbishop of Mexico City, Diego was instructed to return to the hill and prove she was indeed the Blessed Mother. When Diego returned to the place, the same girl appeared again and instructed him to gather flowers from the hill. Hmm. The hill was normally barren, but at this time Diego found Castilian roses, which are not native to Mexico. Mm -hmm. The girl took the roses, placed them in Juan Diego's cloak. When Diego returned to the archbishop and opened his cloak, the flowers fell to the ground. To their amazement, the inside of the cloak bore an image of the girl. Diego claimed he was visited by three more t- by her three more times, and she's known as the Virgin of Guadalupe. Hmm. And even her the imprint the imprinted image in Diego's cloak is uh, is on display in the Basilica of Our Lady Guadalupe in Mexico City. <clears throat> the veneration of Our Lady of Guadalupe is widespread. Various popes since 1531 have declared her the patroness of not only Mexico, but all Latin American countries. Hmm. And then all the Americas. Each year, millions of faithful Catholics go there each year. The apparitions seen by Diego have been questioned many times throughout history because of the lack of any documentation. Uh, prior to 1648. Critics point out, though, the Catholic traditions relies on a Mary's, Mary's account and angels and saints appearing to people. Hmm. I believe it was real. Yeah. I believe she really saw this. Right. Or he saw this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I also believe there was there was also an apparition of Mary, mm-hmm. which I don't believe was Mary. Right. Uh, in Paris. Yeah. <clears throat> in Fatima. Yeah, the one in Fatima predicted World War II, mm-hmm. and the uh, and and also some other things that came about as a conflict. Um, I I think there's evidence through this that it wasn't the Virgin Mary, right? 
Number one, she declares self-glory. Yes. Um, also, we know 1 Kings 22, 23, demons are called lying spirits. Mm-hmm. And one thing they do is lie, as you mentioned. Yes. Satan masquerades as an angel of light. Okay. Um, she asked for a church to be built for her honor. For her honor. Right. Not God. Not God. Juan Diego said the young girl looked as if she was an Aztec descent. Hmm. Mary was Jewish. Right. Line of David. Any account, by, by the way, Aztecs were very pagan. Mm-hmm. They worshiped the stars. They sacrificed their children. Yes. Many accounts, accounts claim that the girl said, I am the ever virgin Mary, mother of the true God. Catholics believe Mary to have exalted place in heaven. Mm-hmm. They also believe she was a perpetual virgin, although the Bible says that she wasn't. Right. That she was a sinner and needed salvation. Yeah. And she had other children. And, and and it said that she did not have relations to her husband till after Jesus was born. Right. And that she needed salvation. Uh, so no. Hmm. The young girl that Diego saw asked for a shrine to be built in her honor. Uh, the Bible says Mary would Mary would never do that. Mm-hmm. In some accounts of the story, the lady says she would answer prayers. And this is totally unbiblical. Uh, yeah, only only God does that. And get this: this is the Indian language Guadalupe. You know what it means? No, it means to crush the head of the serpent. Interesting. And some pictures of her will have her standing on a serpent's head. Right. Go ahead and read Genesis three fifteen. Okay. Genesis three fifteen. Give me one second. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Yeah. She, God, Jesus is talking here mm-hmm. that the seed of the woman, not the woman, would right. crush the, the serpent's seed mm-hmm. on the head. Yes. So basically this supposed vision of Mary mm-hmm. is saying that Mary took the place of Jesus. That didn't happen. Yeah. Negative. Um, interesting enough, Revelation 22, 8 through 9 says, John, I, John, am one who heard and saw these things. When I heard and saw them, I fell down at the feet of the angel who showed me these things. But he said to me, do not do that. Hmm. I am a fellow servant of yours and your brethren, the prophets, and of those who heed the words of the book, worship God. Hmm. Well, now that is an angel of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he points to God. Points to God. And and that's how you know it's a true servant of God. It's a true angel if they are pointing to God's glory. They're the true elect angels of God. Right. Angels ministered. Jesus Christ ministered. Mm-hmm. They pointed to Jesus. Yes. Uh, Predicted his birth in Luke 1, 30 through 33. Predicted mm-hmm. Jesus' birth. Yes. Announced his birth in Luke 2, 10 through 14. Mm-hmm. Warned his parents of Herod's plot, Matthew 2, 19. Ministered after temptation. Mm-hmm. Jesus was uh, being tempted by, the, by Satan with. Ministered because of betrayal, the angels did. Right. Uh, they were called on at the arrest of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We can go on and on. The return of Christ, the ascension, the resurrection. Yes. And we also know the executive judgment of Christ mm-hmm. in Matthew 13, 39. 
So the elect angels, the angels that are gods will point to him. They will affirm the word of God. Uh, they will not seek self-glory, but glory, glory to God in heaven, Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah, what do you think about all this? I think that we live in a very deceived world um, where people want to believe things. They want to believe, you know, these miraculous things. They they want they want to basically give power to anyone but God. You know, they uh, really, really, people are hungry for for. They have a void. People yeah. have a void in their heart, and they're hungry for God. They're right. hungry for Jesus, but they don't realize it. I just don't understand how people can believe those faults, cults, religions, whatever, but they can't believe the one true God. I mean, so many of their, you know, things that they say are so far-fetched. It's almost funny. So, right. It's so sad. But yeah, we can't believe that God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. We can't believe that, you know, he created the universe. He created man. He created the animals. But yet we can believe that some angel gave Joseph Smith gold plates. And there's you know? no historical data about, yeah. you know, these Indians, the, you know, the 144,000 right. Native Americans. The, right. Or the things that are in the Book of Mormon. There's none. Zero. Zilch. Well, and most of these leaders that have proclaimed these things were just downright evil, nasty people. Yes. But yet people will believe those religions, but they won't. Right. I'll tell you the reason is God allows false religion as an act of judgment. Right. You're right. Uh, Because it separates the sheep from the goats. It does. Even before he actually separates for eternity. It does. You're right. We need to be very careful, you know, where we put our trust. We only need to trust in God. I mean, are we going to trust in a book's made up of man almost? Matter of fact, with Joseph Smith, the Book of Mormon was actually plagiarized. Right. Yeah. From a a scientific, uh, not scientific, but a um, science fiction. Science fiction. Yeah. Crazy. Boy, does it sound like it. Oh, it does. And it's not even well written. No, it's not. But um, you fall it's asleep. Not. Right. But, but here's the thing. The Bible was written by by over 40 people. Yeah. Over a period of 1,500 years. Yeah, a long time. Of different, different parts of the world. Right. That it fits together like an exact puzzle. Well, look at all the prophecies. Yeah. And look at, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, how they complement each other. I mean, you know, the things that are talked about in the Old Testament, they're explained in the New Testament. And just, it, like you said, it just, it fits together like a puzzle piece. Why can't we believe in this instead of those crazy things? Just eight prophecies of Jesus right. coming the first time. Yeah. Eight Eight prophecies. Yeah, born you know, born in a stable, born of a virgin, uh, being crucified on a cross. Right. Um, you know, speaking in parables. You can go on yeah. and on. One in ten to the seventeenth power. Right. Mm. So you have to have more faith. That's not saving faith. Yeah. To believe, believe a lie. And you also have to realize that God, with the truth, can take your mess, turn it to a message, even if you're totally off base, following <laughs> a lie. 
my dog even agrees. <laughs> he can do this for yes. your for his glory, for your good. Absolutely. Take care. Have a good one. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye.